Today, we're going to be diving into a question that we had from one of our Spotify Q&As. Really good space uh, for you guys to jump in and hit us with any questions or topics that you want to hear covered in the future, even guests that you want to have on. And this question's come up quite a number of times, Jess, and that is, what is better between blanks and manufacturing? Uh, so we're going to jump into this one. It's obviously hits home for us. It's what we do. So we think uh, we think we're pretty well versed on these topics. We are, we are well versed. We're a little bit biased, being a blanks company ourselves. So we'll do our very best to put that bias on the t- away for the for Definitely. the next 10, 20 minutes. Definitely. But let's uh let's get right into it, Jack. Definitely. So we're going to start. We're going to define what both of those are. So a blank or a blank garment. What is that? It's basically a garment that has you know is mass produced and is basically sitting, you know, in a warehouse somewhere that is ready to be ready to be purchased. They're made using um, a certain shape or a pattern is what it's also known as. So I guess like a standardized uh, shape and pattern, whereas manufacturing is more custom. You're producing garments from scratch. So you're going through the whole development phase yourself, producing it with the manufacturer and then turning that into a finished good. Yeah. So Jack, that is those two defined and the current options on the market for blanks you're looking here in australia as color is a giant mm-hmm. globally you're looking at gildan you know they've mm-hmm. kind of swallowed up most companies underneath them who knows we might be next but we'll never sell so don't worry Gildan. <laughs> don't come knocking unless it's a good offer <laughs> <laughs> and then of course you've got us here in australia so there's there's a few big players in america as well you've got yep. independent yep. la apparel yeah europe have a couple too europe big with yep. bella and canvas stanley and stella uh, there'd be a few other small players there absolutely mm-hmm. for sure i think you know in those bigger markets it's easy for those companies to exist um you know they that's why there's so few here in Australia. The market's not that big. Yeah, there's definitely more need, you know, just through sheer population and the the size of industry over there. So Australia is definitely a small player compared to some of those countries. And, but that is why a lot of these businesses are global, you know. So they might exist in Australia, but the bulk of their business is either in America or Europe. So hopefully we'll get there one day, Jess. We do have plans to, to venture out. So anyway, that was the blanks options. We're going to go to manufacturing options now, Jess. There's probably three that really stand out for us. Yeah, you can definitely start locally. It's mm-hmm. always a good way to go with manufacturing. Again, here in Australia, it's a bit of a bit of a tricky one. Um, they're closing down factories left, right, and center at the moment, so costs are through the roof. Labor here is you know paid very well in Australia, so it's quite expensive, unfortunately. Yep. So I know you've had a vast experience in that, Jack, and mm-hmm. we kind of know the pains of that firsthand. Yeah. Uh, secondly, you can look overseas. You know, you can't really go past China and Vietnam. Probably the two world leaders, Bangladesh making a pretty good print there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that can typically be through something like Alibaba uh, as well, or, you know, you can head over there yourself, meet these manufacturers. We definitely recommend that. Yeah. Uh, and the third option, Jack? Third option was Alibaba. I was oh, just going to use it cool. as, it's just so big these days and so many people tend to rely on that uh, for their products, which is, which is a great tool, but there's definitely a lot of headaches with it. Uh, you know, we know firsthand that a lot of the really good quality manufacturers aren't even presenting themselves on Alibaba because they already have big customers and clients and, and they're not relying on a platform like that to get business. So already you're kind of removing, I guess, all of the top top manufacturers by using a platform like that. But I guess the benefit of it is just how easy it is. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, on Alibaba, from first-hand experience too, you get a lot of agents, a lot of middlemen. You don't really know exactly who you're speaking to. If you don't go over there, you'll never really know. So hence why we've been to Asia twice in the last year. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no substitute for seeing it. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jack, I remember we were in this, in this building and the woman said to us, the owner of the building she was, and she said, a lot of the cotton that goes to the market is... Yeah, it's like not the best quality cotton, essentially. Yeah, and yeah. I think she might have even like added that that's more like what you'll buy online, that's yeah. Alibaba. Whereas like when you go direct there, you actually can source it, mm-hmm. you know, the highest quality A-grade cotton. Yep. Don't know, could be bullshit, but it was said to us when we were there, so. Yeah, well, that takes us straight into pros and cons. We're going to break down manufacturing, the pros and cons for that, as well as pros and cons for blanks. We'll start in manufacturing because we were just there. So as Jesse was alluding to, a big positive of manufacturing, especially if you're doing it right, is that you can work direct with these companies. So you you know exactly, you know, who's making your garments, you know where the cotton's coming from, that it's high quality, that you're not getting the offcuts, blah, yep. blah, blah. Ethical factory. Correct, yeah. So going and seeing it is, I mean, we couldn't recommend that, you know, more. Obviously, there is some big barriers in terms of costs and time uh, that inevitably, I guess, removes that possibility for, for most brands or most clothing businesses. So direct communication is a big positive. Price can also be a big positive. You know, if you are going direct, uh, you can get you know good prices. Granted, you probably have to be producing quite a number of garments to be getting really good prices. If you're you know around the fifty to one hundred mark, factories don't want to be making fifty hundred garments. So unless you're up you know in the thousands, that's where the really good prices are, are yeah, kind of there to I, be had. I would I would counter that a bit. I would say big factories don't. You know, like we've been to factories that are happy to take 50, 100 garments on. But back to us actually visiting these places, I remember we went, I won't say the manufacturer's name, but they're a Vietnamese manufacturer. We drove hours, hours out of town. And I kid you not, I'm pretty bloody sure it was a dirt floor. Or like it was like sand or something. Mm. And like that type of factory was happy to do whatever. But the standard of what they were doing and the conditions, we were like, this is, this is not a factory we would work with. So I think when you open yourself up to doing low quantities potentially that can link with low quality factories as well yeah they're happy just to do anything to get by definitely anywho yeah <laughs> so price can be a good positive and the last one is the custom aspect of it you have full control on the shape of your garment the the details um you know a zipper on a hoodie or a print so you know you have full control on that you're not relying on pre-existing shapes or molds yeah i'm gonna dive into the cons there jack this, this manufacturing approach will definitely take a lot longer. You know, as we said at the start of this potty, you're going to be starting from scratch. So you, you'll likely have to bring in the materials yourself or like source them or wait for the factory to do so. So already there's another month or two in delays. Mm. Uh, the quality, you know, it's going to be unknown from the get-go. There's no sort of tried and tested model. You might get some samples in. Obviously, you've got to pay for those. There's a bit of, you know, back and forth. And again, even if you get samples, speaking from first-hand experience, you might get samples in that you like, but when you do a bulk run and you put the factory under a bit of pressure, you might see a Product's few. Product's completely different. Yeah, yeah, it does happen. Does happen. I've heard some nightmare stories. We've on had this some podcast. as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that can lead to headaches. But the other thing is, you know, just speed in general. You're you're working on those delays, and I just think speed's so integral. But yeah. we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, it can be higher risk because. Typically, again, if you're going, definitely higher risk if you're going off like an Alibaba or you're not willing to go there yourself. 
which a lot of people aren't because of the cost and that's expected, you know. That's a risk in itself. Especially if clothing's more of a side hustle for yourself, like you're a creator or a cafe, it's not your core realm. realm. So there's that. And I think communication is from a cultural setting, you know, the language barrier, the cultural barriers, those can be really hard to get past. Again, speaking first-hand experience, I think we've said on this podcast before, in China, there's a tradition to like, it's there's a perceived weakness to saying no. Yeah. You can't do something. Yeah. So there's all about saving face, saying yes, saving we can face. do it. Yeah. A lot of yes men and yeah. women, um, for that matter. So they're probably the main ones that stick out to me. Mm-hmm. And then let's dive into the blank. Do you want to go the pros? I'll go the pros. Yeah. So the blanks, I guess, on the flip side of that is speed. So these garments are already made. They're already sitting in a warehouse locally. They can be delivered, you know, one to two days to you. So the speed is just instant, you know, as opposed to developing a product four months out until it lands. Sampling. Sampling. Yeah. So you're looking at three to four months if you're doing the manufacturing process properly, whereas you're looking at one to two days with um, a blank. So it's kind of night and day. That's that's a big draw card for, for blanks is how quickly you can move. Getting your pattern made up. You know, like I know with you, I remember when you first started in clothing, you had to drive around Melbourne looking for a pattern maker. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a really acquired skill. It's, mm-hmm. it's not an easy skill. You have to go study to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many delays that don't meet the eye. And off the bat, you think manufacturing, move fast. But the quicker you move on an Alibaba, typically the worse a product you get. Right. Right. Yeah. So time, I suppose that leads perfectly into time. Your time with blanks, the, the businesses they've already done all those hard yards for you. They've found the pattern maker. They've gone over, they've tested the cottons. They've made sure the supply chain is strong. So they've already done that stuff for you. So time-wise, like you don't have to think about much. It's just the transaction for you, um, which is great. Quality, I guess, you know, the varies in terms of blanks. That's why we're in the game. We think the quality is pretty shit on what's <laughs> for what's on offer right now in terms of blanks. Uh, so we, we're really trying to change that. But at least, I guess, in terms of quality, you know what you're getting. So these Garments have been sold thousands of times. Lots of people have tried and tested them. You know what you're getting. You're not going to make an order with a manufacturer and then get you know 100 Something garments different. that are completely different. So quality as well. And then just, I suppose, tying those together, low risk. So there's not as much risk associated with you know um, buying blanks as you need rather than you know coming up with the cash three months out and hoping they sell. Uh, you know, you can sell a certain amount and go get them printed. It's yeah, more it, conducive to pre-orders, I would say. Definitely. And I, I think most companies, including us, are no minimums. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're not having to... A lot of factories we we've, we have worked with will want minimums, you know. Mm-hmm. So you've already uh, alleviated that pressure, which is huge as a small brand. Mm-hmm. The minimums really can be make or break. Yeah. So I'll move into the, the cons of blanks because there definitely is some. Uh, you know, we're biased. I, I didn't want to write this part up, but we, we've had to. <laughs> It pains me to say, nah. So obviously there's low customization. Mm-hmm. So once the blank's set, you're not going to be able to change too much. Might be able to add a few tags and prints, but more or less the canvas is the garment that's that's set. Price, this is, I've said this with a bit of an asterisk because we buy in bulk as a blank manufacturer. So typically our prices are pretty bloody competitive. So this one depends on quantity. I think no doubt if you are a clothing brand and you can meet your manufacturer and build a great relationship. Typically your price will be better, but more or less, I think we're actually quite competitive. They're buying tens of thousands of garments. So there's that. Uh, tradition. Just quickly on that. Wait. I suppose you're paying extra for the time that you know, you're know you not having to put in as well. Like going and manufacturing yourself. Yeah, you get a lower price, but you could spend three months developing a product, 
mm. which and, you don't have to spend. And at what risk? Yeah. So it's like if you're if you're a cafe <laughs> and you go, I'm flying to Vietnam for the next two months, like how much pressure is that putting on your existing business, right? Or whatever, you know, you plug the business in. And I think traditionally quality jack has been, as you've touched on, quite crap in this industry. Let's call a spade a spade. The cuts are shit. The quality of cotton, most things are polycotton blends nowadays anyway. Everything's a bit skew if. Again, we're trying to change that. So that is our main motive of why we're in this game. We're trying to bring a level of quality. And I think our customers at the moment have been, in, you know, pretty mm-hmm. accepting and sort of enjoying that component. But we've got a long way to go is, is where I'm going with that. And direct communication. Of course, you're, you're going to be speaking to a blanks manufacturer and not the direct to the factory. So you might have queries you know, about a cut on the garment or something specific to the garment. And yes, you are going to hit not the factory, which might be able to resolve that quicker. But again, it's a bit of an asterisk on that. And then, of course, control, probably a good place to conclude. You can only work with the blank. So, Jack, those are the cons. I hope you weren't too biased. We're going to summarize these now. So I think it's a good time to look at both quickly. Um, I guess the main points we want to draw from is we think there's definitely a need potentially for both and probably a correct answer depending on where your business is at and what stage of your business. But a main point I want to hit home, Jesse, is if clothing isn't your main business, then you probably shouldn't be going down the manufacturing route because it's it's a completely different business in itself. Um, you know, we've seen that firsthand in running clothing brands. We know how much goes into it and we've seen customers of ours try to do it all when it's not their main business and it unravels them. So if you are smaller, if you know your business is a coffee shop or you know a beverage company or something else, creator. a creator of any sort, and you want to be specializing in that, don't try to run a clothing business on the side as well. Uh, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I think we live in this era of TikTok and we see a lot of people living some lavish lifestyles, especially through clothing brands. And we go, how hard could it be? I, t- I tell you right now, running a clothing brand, we've spoke about it at length on this podcast, the amount of hats you have to wear, everything. It's never, ever underestimate running a clothing brand. Yeah, that's a, I'm just going to full stop on that. But my, my final point, Jack, is being a marketer myself, and that's my main role and my main expertise in this industry, I think speed to market is everything. I think a balance of both is great if you're capable of it because – thing with blanks is they allow you just to move rapidly and you look at a brand like Mercha Mercha who we've had on here we had them on when they're at 10,000 followers they're now at 50 that was that was this year so they've moved rapidly not through blanks admittedly I have to add that but that because you know they're a clothing brand they're on their shit they show you what it looks like when you move fast with intention and a lot of people need to utilize blanks to do that and to have that level of growth so Sometimes you have to weigh things up. I think growth is really important as a young brand, getting yourself out there. And I uh, hope our blanks can do that. So For sure. Yeah, I mean, if to piggyback on that in terms of manufacturing, if you are bigger and you have you know all the resources and time, then manufacturing probably is you know a really great route if you can make it work. But we know that you know not many people have that time and those resources and uh, that expertise, I suppose. So anyway, uh, hopefully we... Hopefully we covered everything pretty well there. What do you reckon? Yeah. Any other questions, as we said at the start of the show, make sure you drop them below. It's been an awesome tool for us. Really helps us see where you guys are at. If you want to see a guest, I'd love to have more uh, female creators, female business owners on here. I think we've only had, I could count them on one hand. And yeah, it's probably time to 
I guess, bring that feminine energy into this. I think so. I think so. Great place to leave it, guys. Have a good day. <laughs>